Hey y'all, it's Jen, your host of the Success Beyond the Lens podcast and CEO of Success Beyond the Lens, a business management and marketing company for photographers. On this podcast, I'm going to be giving you the actual tips and advice I use every day to run my clients' businesses. I'm also going to be interviewing some awesome professional photographers, marketing experts, Facebook ad gurus, and so many more to ensure you are running a well-rounded business. So grab your coffee or your wine or maybe a glass of water and let's dive in. Hey, y'all. Thank you so much for joining on another episode of the Success Beyond the Lens podcast. I'm really excited to introduce to you all one of my favorite people on the planet, my podcast manager, my business bestie. She keeps me sane when I am spiraling out of control so many times. Welcome, Kayla Wells, to the podcast that you manage. (laughs) Hey, Jen. How are you? (laughs) I'm great. How are you? I'm great. I normally say tired, and it's true that I'm normally tired, but I am actually great. It's a great day. Well, and I mean, if anyone deserves to be tired, uh, let me just tell y'all about Kayla. She's how many weeks pregnant are you right now? 34. So we're like there. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. So you're 34 weeks pregnant. She has twin girls and her oldest is a boy and another boy. Yeah. I'm a boy mama. And I mean, all children wear their parents out, but I feel like boys are just a special breed of exhaustion. <laughs> they And so are twins. I mean, they just don't really understand the concept of calm. No. My son is six. And even so, he's like constantly just bouncing off the walls. Granted, right this particular second, that's an issue because it's been really rainy and gross for like a week. And so he hasn't been able to go outside. And then today it's like gorgeous outside. I'm like, you going outside. Yeah. One of those, like, come back when the streetlights come on. <laughs> yeah. Right. All day. Bye, baby. I love you. Yeah. Don't forget to drink water. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I completely understand that. My son, Davy is three and a half. And there's days I'm just like, we're sitting outside, like run, play, get dirty. Just leave me alone and don't make a mess in my house. <laughs> yeah. Just be a boy, be outside. (laughs) Yes, for sure. So I wanted to have, you know, all of the team members on the podcast so that our audience can really get to know all of the roles of the different team members that we have. And I am particularly excited about this interview because Kayla has been with me the longest. She has seen the amazing things that we have accomplished and she's also sees all of my messiness and the insanity and the doubt and the fears and helps me figure all of it out. And then we create things together that actually aren't bad. They're like really great things. <laughs> and they um, really are. wouldn't have been possible without Kayla. She was literally my right-hand person through COVID. Like we talked almost every day. If we went longer than a day, we were like, are you okay? Just checking in. Are you doing okay? (laughs) Because I'm freaking out. (laughs) It's so true. Oh my gosh. And then now that things have gotten busier, it's like, it's more like a week and it's just like, wait a minute. 
How has it been a week? Has already? it really been a week? Jen, are you okay? <laughs> we had a podcast go out, but did we even talk about it? Which speaks to our workflow. It has come so far in the last year. So far. So far. Uh, but yeah, it's definitely one of those like, how's it been 10 days since we've talked? Yeah. And then it's like, okay, now I have to catch you up on the 10 days. Because in my mind, we must have talked because I probably thought at one point or another, I need to tell Jen this thing. So therefore it has happened because that's yeah. how my brain works. Same. I need to tell somebody this thing happened. That means I already did it. <laughs> and then it's like, I didn't tell you. Yeah. Yeah. We literally just had a moment like that. I was telling her about a tattoo that I'm probably going to back up. <laughs> and she didn't even know it was happening. It happens in like two days. I'm like, oh, I didn't tell you about that. No. So talk to me about, I know I've already mentioned quite a bit of it, but tell me about your role with Success Beyond the Lens and, and what you love about it. Well. I am podcast manager. <laughs> I really love how podcasts support strategically the growth of a business. Not a short game thing. This is not like I run a Facebook ad and get, you know, 500 email subscribers. Not that that really happens anymore anyways. But anyways, I digress. But I love the way podcasts support, strategically support a business in growth and reaching, you know, your the people you want to talk to. Yeah. And so I do all the things. I edit the podcasts. I, I'm not gonna lie, I'm not graphically inclined. So I use templates <laughs> to create audiograms, pull like interesting little clips, write show notes, do the SEO on the website and, you know, upload to the podcast host and then really kind of discuss the strategy, like what content to put out and, you know, how to make, I believe in podcasting with ease. Podcasting is hard, y'all. It's gonna so much there. harder there's, than I ever anticipated. There's, yeah, there's so much that goes into creating and building and sustaining a podcast because you can start a podcast all day long. It's really not that hard. There's like maybe six whole steps in starting a podcast. It's making sure that the podcast keeps going that gets really hard because it's a constant content machine, which is great if you properly repurpose that content and make the rest of your marketing easier by using your podcast properly. But that's, I mean, that's really what I love about podcasting in general. What I love about your podcast is you have some of the most interesting people come on and I just love how bubbly you are. Plus <laughs> this is a little known fact for everybody about podcast managers. We love when you have an episode and you're like, Hey, Kayla, cut that out. In fact, I'm going to sit here and talk it out a little bit because I don't know what I want to say. So <laughs> And it's like they're having a conversation with you. Yes, it gets cut out. It doesn't make it to the final episode. But there's just something about that that's so much fun because then you can go back on Voxer and be like, hey, this was great. You made my day. So podcast managers, I, at least this podcast manager, loves that. And Jen has quite a few of those moments and they make me so All happy the time. every single time. <laughs> That makes me so happy because it's like the podcast I recorded last week. It's honestly one of my favorite podcasts I have recorded. 
But I definitely had a couple moments where I'm like, I know there's a point I want to make here and I want to get there without taking the long way. So I'm just going to talk it out really quick and then I'll move forward. Yes. And that's the other thing to remember about podcasting. That's great. Like if you have a moment, because a lot of people get really nervous about being on podcasts yeah, and just in general, like I'm going to say the wrong thing. Well, if you say the wrong thing, you just stop, regroup, restart, and all that wrong thing just goes away. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's the beauty of post. That's the beauty of editing. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's why I love podcasting so much. I feel like I get to have a conversation with the audience and really each time I record an episode, I'm trying to, to think, okay, what does my audience want to take out of this episode? Like what's going to help them today in their business and getting to do that and kind of sit here and think about it and think through it. And I laugh because I have a conversation like in my head as I'm talking, I'm like, well, what would their question be to what I just said? And then I try to answer that question. So it's like this ping pong match with myself, <laughs> but I get to, you know, I get to like have the, the that dialogue And what I love is like getting the feedback after a podcast goes out and they're like, oh my goodness, I'm so glad I was able, you know, I listened to this, I pulled this nugget out and I've seen that more and more lately. And it's just like a podcast creator's dream. That is the beauty of promoting said podcast. That is true. Let's get, let's get real. (laughs) Let's get real, Jen. Um, What was it? Like you finally started promoting your podcast. This year, she's had this podcast, y'all, since what? It was April of last year, right? Like we started everything in March. Yeah. Oh, did we launch in March? We launched right as the world shut down. Oh, because you're remember, right. we sure did. I sent Kayla a message and I'm like, look, I, we had, because we were literally launching May 22nd or not May, March 22nd. And the really yeah. reason I knew that is because that was the day after my birthday. So we were doing like a birthday bash, everything. We had this whole thing planned and Mm -hmm. then COVID hit. And I sent Kayla a message. I'm like, do you think we should still launch? Like on one hand, people are going to be home, but on the other hand, they've got virtual schooling and working from home and like all of these things. I'm like, I just don't know if it's a good fit. She's like, nope, we're doing it. And yeah. Yeah. Because honestly, so much had so much work and discussion had gone into it because we had originally talked, I think, in December of the year prior oh, yeah. to like get everything going. And so much work and thought and you know, I don't know, momentum had really gone into it at that point. And I mean, we weren't doing all the bits and pieces that we're doing now, but yeah. now the content it exists. You can go back to those episodes. We can actually like one of the things people forget is that podcasting is a very, it's fluid because, you know, you can change the branding, you can change your music, you can change your intro, you can change your outro, you can change just about everything about a podcast. But as long as, and as long as the content itself is the same, then you don't really need a new show. Right. You can just, you know, update it to fit where you're going. Right. Well, now all of those episodes are live and they exist. So we can go back and pull audiogram clips and we can go back and create those graphics if we want to and really like promote all that content from back then. We can pull those transcripts, create new blog posts, 
there's so many ways to repurpose all of that, but you wouldn't have it if, if it you didn't. hadn't launched. Yeah. Yeah. The growth of the podcast really speaks to Kayla's ability to help me see where and how to market it. When we first started, I had a team and I had somebody, you know, helping me do the newsletters and that kind of thing. And then COVID hit. I lost quite a bit of business. So I ended up having to to let go everybody but Kayla. And that was only because we were trying to keep the podcast alive. And then the promotion of the podcast really fell by the wayside. Like we're putting the episodes out, we were creating the content, but it wasn't until probably October of last year when we really started picking up the marketing of it. And it wasn't until I think it was January or February of this year where we were like cranking out audiograms regularly. And I really started hitting newsletters again regularly. So, and it's now our, our views or downloads, whatever they are. I'm so podcast savvy. y'all. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like we have doubled consistently in the last probably three months, four months, yep. and really starting to see the traction. So yeah, podcast is definitely a long game, but it's so worth it. Plus, I mean, there's a lot that you have been able to pull from the podcast to use in various courses and programs that you're coming up with and things like that, that you don't really have to like redo. Yeah. I mean, you have redone them because it's a different format, but I mean, the content already exists. It's just like updating it for now. Yeah. So that's the other part of it too. Like it really is a content machine and it's not a content machine that has to like go away. You know, that content still lives and exists and you can keep using it. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely think that's a huge benefit of the podcast. It, you know, we have episodes that are over a year old, but they're still relevant. Yeah. Like still getting views. Yeah. Listens, listens, downloads, (laughs) (laughs) downloads. Well, and you can say listens and downloads because podcast tracking will allow you now to track listens as long as you have to, for every podcast hosting platform, you have to pay for like their higher level thing to get those listens. Downloads are pretty, you know, static, but you can actually track listens now for the most part, like where people are dropping off on um, episodes and things like that. Like it's a thing now. They podcast tracking has gotten very much more uh robust since last year. That's so interesting. I do love my But it's clinic. because it's because podcasting blew up because of COVID. Yeah. Yeah. Now that being said, there may be 3.7 million podcasts right now. It keeps going up by the millions each month it seems like these days. Wow. Like it's just growing exponentially. But the number of active podcasts is like 30% of that. So crazy. Yeah. But I mean, I get it because it's a lot. Like, it's a lot. So, okay. Actually, let's, let's talk about that for a second. So let's talk the life cycle of a podcast episode. Walk me through that. Because I, we've talked a lot about the benefits of podcasting and I'm a huge like advocate for podcasting. But if you're going to do it, you need to be consistent and you need to be prepared for what you are getting yourself into. So talk to me about that life cycle. Yeah. So when it comes down to it, like the podcast episode itself from a life cycle perspective, we'll talk about like the workflow. So you have to record it. 
needs to be edited. Show notes. Show notes are necessary, guys. Like, don't skimp on the show notes. Okay. That's where all of your SEO goodness comes from. People want to be able to click on the links and resources that you mention in your podcast. They do not want a link on your podcast player that says, click here to go to the full show notes. No, links and resources at least need to be in your podcast player. But show notes and then marketing materials like to include static posts, audiograms, email going out each week. And if you have a weekly podcast, this is happening weekly. If you have an interview show, then you need to also be pitching guests or finding ways to get consistent guests on your show, which is why a lot of people do the hybrid model of having like an interview and a solo because that getting guests piece tends to be fairly time consuming. But then that one episode, that one episode Well, I mean, it goes out as the episode. You've got your transcript. You can now create a blog post. You've got social media posts for however long. And depending on what type of content is in the episode, you can then repurpose that again later on. Now, if you keep on promoting that episode, say you you had a really awesome episode 10. And a year from now, you're still occasionally promoting episode 10. The person who hears that promotion, because, you know, marketing part where you have to see or hear something, what, seven times before it sticks. The person that sees that episode 10 will then likely continue to listen from episode 10 up to where you're at now, because that's the nature of our human brains. We like to binge things. Hi, Netflix. How are you doing? (laughs) So now episode 10, when you've repurposed it and you've continued to promote it up to a year, two, three later, that person is now like a lifelong listener because they have gone through now episode 10 all the way up. Some people will even go back to episode one. Some people will hear episode, you know, 500 and be like, oh my gosh, that was brilliant. Let me go back to the first one and listen to all of them. Those people do exist. It does happen. And then all of a sudden you see this huge spike in your numbers because you've had like 500 downloads (laughs) from one person who went all the way back to your back catalog. But that's what I mean by your podcast episodes exist, period. Now, that being said, I have found with Apple Podcasts that if a podcast isn't active for a couple of years or they're not actively putting out episodes, it gets really hard to find those backdated mm-hmm. episodes. So having you know consistent new episodes is important for being able to be found. But if you're, I mean, if you have like a one season show that had 10 episodes that you're using because the content is evergreen, as long as you keep promoting it and people are listening to it, you're not going to have an active podcast, but you will have a productive podcast. I love that. So, okay, let's talk about what do you see as beneficial to photographers having a podcast? Like, do you think photographers having a podcast would be beneficial to their business? So I think it depends on the type of photographer business you have. So a photographer who just wants to take photos and just wants to have client inquiries and just wants to be a photographer with no other streams of income, probably not going to benefit as much unless you're looking to create a, I don't know the appropriate like lingo, but unless you're wanting to travel with your photography and you're wanting to reach people in various areas and as such, you're getting in front of audiences all over. But in that case, I would recommend being on podcasts rather than having your own podcast because it is a lot of work. 
But the photographer who wants to create multiple streams of income by including coaching or mentoring or a course, or even like having downloadable content of any kind to help other photographers and you have something to promote beyond just your photography, or if you're looking to do like editorial photography and you're wanting to be able to promote the editorial photography to, you know, various publications and things like that, I could see having a podcast as being huge because you're getting in front of other people's audiences. You are sharing your resources. You have a content machine to help share your resources. You have a place to put in your own quote unquote ads rather than like the best way to monetize a podcast is to sell people what you already have, like offerings that you already have, because the person who sponsors your podcast is paying per listener. One person purchasing your course, significantly higher than the person sponsoring your podcast for a set period of time. Just throwing that out there. I mean, if you can do both then great, but always remember that your podcast exists so you can sell your stuff. So if you have multiple streams of income and you're looking to build a separate side of your business beyond just being able to take photos and getting into getting leads from client inquiries, then yeah, I would definitely suggest it. Awesome. Either way though, photographers being on podcasts increase your visibility in a way that just Instagram may or may not help because you're also increasing your authority in the space that you're in for photography. Awesome. I love that. Okay. So if you were to give somebody like, let's say they want to start a podcast, what would be your number one tip to deciding if they, if they should and getting started? If you feel like you want to start a podcast, just do it like period. If you have a message to share, if there's something that you have on your heart that you feel like the world needs to hear, that your audience needs to hear and maybe needs to hear it in a different way, do it. And for getting started, just hit record and get familiar with being able to hear your own voice and talking to yourself, basically. Because when it comes down to it, like like I said, everything about a podcast can change. People get really hung up on the artwork. They get really hung up on the title. They get re I mean, don't get me wrong, you don't actually want to change your title too frequently, but if if you start with something that don't no longer fits for your business, you can change your 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 podcast title. You just have to tell your loyal listeners that it's changed. So that's the thing about podcasting, like Everything can be changed as long as your content stays the same. If you have the same message, but all of a sudden your branding just no longer fits, all of that can be changed. So the things that people focus on are like, well, I don't know if my intro and outro are great. Your first intro and outro are not going to be great. Like period. They're just not. But a year from now, when you've really gotten into the swing of podcasting and you've had more interviews and you now feel more comfortable behind the mic and you feel more comfortable hearing your own voice, re-record your intro and outro. Yeah. Put in some new music. Like you can, you can absolutely do that. But unless you get started now, you won't have a year from now. Yeah. That's so true. And it's something that you and I just talked about. What was it last week? Like we're going, we're getting ready to like kind of change things up on the podcast and I'm excited. And look at, look at some of the bigger podcast hosts. I mean, their artwork changes, their intros change. I've talked about it before. 
in order for your business to be successful, it has to continue to evolve. Mm-hmm. Your podcast will be the same thing. Yes. And it, it will evolve with your business. Yeah. The biggest thing to remember is to just let people know what you're doing. You yeah. have this platform filled with loyal followers. A podcast listener is significantly more loyal than a YouTuber, like a YouTube listener, than somebody who's on your email list. Like they listen, they're hearing, they're there. You may never know it (laughs) until they do decide to like opt into that email list and things like that. But they are so, so, so loyal. They will be there every single week listening to what you have to say, as long as what you have to say still continues to resonate with them. But they want to know. You're in their earbuds. You are sitting there like super intimate conversation with them. So just let them know when things are changing and what to expect. And they will continue to be loyal with you, for you, with you, to you, to you, ha loyal to you. (laughs) Awesome. All right. So I will always, I mean, you know, I like to wrap up with my three, my three questions. So tell me your favorite quote. My favorite quote is something I read in a book when I was like, I don't know, eight, nine, 10, maybe. And it's that nothing is impossible. There are just varying degrees of probability. I don't remember what the book is. I have looked for it. I can't even tell you how many times because it was one of those like AR reader books that we had way back in the day. Yeah. And I like sped through it. But it was, I know that it was a fantasy book because the fairies. <laughs> Um, it's just something about it that is always like stuck with me about like, there really aren't any impossible things. Yeah. It's just how probable are they? What quote is it? That's like, I do three impossible things before breakfast. I've I've heard that before too. Isn't that a, is that a princess bride quote? I'm going to have to look that up. It might be. We'll have to look it up. Yeah. (laughs) We'll have to look that up. Okay. So then what is your favorite business tool? My favorite business tool is ClickUp. I love ClickUp. That's just because I don't like we're working. We are working on my Dubsado and maybe at some point it will be my favorite. But right now ClickUp is my favorite because I have like most of my clients in it. And it's just an amazing tool for managing the process of a podcast. And like, I haven't found one that I like better overall for like the recurring tasks and making sure that everything stays in one place for an episode. I completely concur. (laughs) What's your favorite podcast business tool? Like what do you enjoy using to like manage the podcast or not manage the podcast, like edit audio, something that maybe somebody would need to do if they decided to start at one. My favorite editing tool is Audacity because it's free and it's just super simple to use. A lot of editors really prefer um, Adobe Audition. Some are really into like pro tools and that's when you're getting into like radio editing. A lot of people who are in entertainment and media, they use some really like heavy hitting tools, but Audacity is great for podcasts because with spoken word, it's, you don't need all of the music effects and things like that, unless you have like a storytelling podcast. So then you'll want something heavier like Audition. But my favorite actual podcasting tool is RX8 because Like with Zoom calls, there's a lot of audio degradation that you can fix with RX8. And the more I learn about that tool, the more it just like, it saves 
it saves my life and it saves recordings so many times. It's not even funny. I just love it. Awesome. All right. So then my favorite question, if we were, if I was heading down to Texas and we were going to go get a drink, where would we go? And what would we have That is when so you're not hard. pregnant? Maybe. Yeah. Well, definitely when I'm not <laughs> pregnant, that's so hard because there are so many places that have like really good drinks, but I really just love breweries. I like beer. I'm not going to lie. And I like any place that has beer flights and pretzels. So there's actually a place down the street from me (laughs) that it's the old town brewery in Burleson where I live. And they have some really, really good food, but they also have some really good beer and wine flights. And then there's a winery down the street for me too, that I haven't actually gotten to go to, but I would probably be like, so if you're here, you're going to be here for a while. So one night we'll do beer flights and one night we'll do wine flights. I am 100% down. And my husband, (laughs) you and my husband would get along so well. He lives for beer and pretzels, lives for it. We cannot go anywhere without getting, if they have pretzels on the menu, we're totally getting them. Because they're delicious, especially when they have beer cheese. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Kayla, thank you so much again for coming on. I would love to have our audience follow you, hang out with you. Where can they find you? At some point I will have a website (laughs) and it's going to be, I already have the domain. It's just got to be built. www.kaylawells.com is where you'll be able to find me. But for now I'm on Instagram and Facebook at freelance quells, K-W-E-L-L-S. I love that. That's like the coolest nickname. I'm just going to start calling you quells now. I actually love it. One of my past coworkers in my corporate life started calling me that. And I was like, I mean, granted, when I was growing up, I obviously had a different name because, you know, now I'm married, but I'm sitting here like, why didn't I have that name sooner? And then I'm like, (laughs) oh, I've only been married for so long. It's only been possible for so long. Oh, I love it. Well, thank you again for coming on. You guys go hang out with her on social media. She's a blast. And and she doesn't know this yet, but we, well, I mean, she knows we're going to do this, but she doesn't know. I'm going to rope her into some Instagram reels when we are together in Arizona in October. I'm so excited. That's right. We're going to She Podcasts. Oh my goodness. I'm so excited. We are, first of all, we've been best friends for what feels like my entire life and we've never met in person. So we're finally going to meet in person. The online space is so funny like that. Like I have best friends that I've had since the third grade that I talk to less than I talk to you. Yeah. 100. And it may, I sit there and I think about it. I'm like, but I think about them all the time. That does not help. The thought does not count in that situation. <laughs> no. So you guys will be seeing a lot more of everybody on the team, but Kayla and I are going to be creating some super fun content when we finally get together. Yeah. I'm not super social guys. Just so you know, like I, you're not going to be interacting on my posts a whole lot because I don't post a whole lot, but I'm, I'm there. I'm there in the places and I talk to people. So DM me. Yes. And do because she's phenomenal. And if you are considering starting a podcast, need a manager an editor, she is 100% your person. Yeah, absolutely. And if you just have questions, I don't mind answering questions. Granted, I limit them to like two because it gets it gets crazy whenever like that first one leads into a second one leads into like a 10th one. And and I'm just like, I need to make a course. (laughs) Absolutely. Well, thank you so much. And I will see you guys next week.
Thank you so much for listening to today's episode on the Success Beyond the Lens podcast. If you love what you heard today, could you do me a favor? Could you grab a screenshot of the episode and then send it over to your Instagram stories and tag me at Success Beyond the Lens podcast. I love hearing from our audience to see what you guys are loving. And if you really love me, if you could go over to iTunes and subscribe and leave us a review, I would appreciate it so much. Can't wait to talk to you guys next week. Oh,